Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 18th of October. Grim news to start the day, unfortunately, but this is the top news update and has a bearing on geopolitics and therefore on markets. Hundreds of people have been killed by a blast at a Gaza hospital. Local authorities have said it was an Israeli airstrike, but Israel has denied this. The attack gains significance ahead of President Joe Biden's visit to Israel with the intention of ensuring that the war between the country and Hamas does not spill over to other geographies. The US, meanwhile, put more troops on alert for potential deployment in the region. Officials at the Gaza Health Ministry said that at least 200 people were killed at the hospital and a spokesperson for the ministry told Al Jazeera, that the casualty toll may be as much as 500. Israel, for its part, has blamed a failed missile from the militant group Palestinian Islamic Jihad for the blast, potentially the deadliest since the killing of 1,300 Israelis in the 7th of October attack by Hamas. The Pentagon said it did not have information on who was responsible and the US has called for an investigation. Prices of crude oil have spiked since news of the incident became known and Brent is currently trading at around $91.5 to the barrel. The other big story is also from overseas and it relates to the US economy. Once again, it is a situation of good news is bad news. US retail sales exceeded all forecasts and industrial production strengthened last month in fresh evidence of a resilient American consumer, according to a Bloomberg report. Retail sales in September showcased strength despite high interest rates and worries over a weakening economy. Bets are once again building that the Fed has more reason to raise rates once more. Swap contracts tied to Fed rate decisions showed that traders are now pricing in more than a 60% odds that policymakers will raise interest rates by a quarter percentage point in January. Turning to news from back home, the Ministry of Finance has reduced the windfall tax on domestically produced crude, diesel and aviation turbine fuel and the windfall tax on crude oil will be decreased from 12,100 rupees per tonne to about 9,050 per tonne, according to a Gazette notification issued yesterday. The levy on diesel has been reduced from 5 rupees per litre to 4 rupees per litre and from 2.5 per litre to 1 rupee per litre for ATF. The export tax on petrol remains nil. The new tax rates will take effect from today, according to the notification. Now, Union Minister Nitin Gadkari was addressing the Crystal India Infrastructure Conclave 2023 yesterday when he said that big players in the steel and cement industry are indulging in cartelization to jack up prices. He also said that the National Highways Authority of India is facing difficulties in preparation of detailed project reports as companies concerned are not ready to accept new technology. Gadkari said that the government is encouraging the use of new technologies. In international markets, bond yields in the US have spiked, with the yields on the two-year treasury hitting 2006 highs. In the equity markets, US stocks were muted, with two of the three benchmarks ending largely unchanged. The tech-heavy Nasdaq ended lower, led by NVIDIA, 
which slipped after reports that the Biden administration plans to halt shipments of the company's chips, among others, to China. And it's a quiet start to trade in the Asia-Pacific region as well. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. What's on the cards today? Good morning, Alex. Um, well, it's um, you know it's a quiet start, as you said, to the Asia-Pacific region. Um, and um, difficult to say how uh, the markets might shape up because, quite frankly, uh, it, it is becoming a bit difficult to predict daily market moves uh, simply because uh, the Indian markets specifically are not quite reacting to either. Uh, I mean, they're just showing resilience to higher crude prices as well as higher yields thus far. Can they continue to do that is the question. Uh, remains to be seen. Remember, crude prices have jumped up. BSU stocks are still the flavor, especially at the mid-cap end. And yesterday, very interestingly, you saw some very strong traction in real estate ancillaries, including the housing finance names, everything from an Aptus to a Home First, PNB Housing, Canfin Homes, all of them did really well. So that's really interesting. I still feel that geopolitics remains the center stage. And I think a few weeks ago, we had noticed a story around how the South China Sea activity uh, at China's end had moved up. Uh, which was uh, voiced, uh, the concerns had been voiced by some of the Asia-Pacific nations, including Philippines. Now, U.S. has said overnight that China has stepped up risky moves in the South China Sea. Uh, so, you know, it's very interesting that, I mean, you know, while Israel and Hamas remains the more larger talking point, very quietly there seems to be geopolitical tension building up the other end too, which might be risky for markets. Let's wait and watch. It's an important day of results today. Lots of large names. There's Wipro, LTA Mine Tree, which is an index name, Bajaj Auto and Indescent Bank, and non-index too, the likes of Polycab, Astral, Persistent Systems, Z Entertainment uh, could be interesting, as well as uh, stocks which have flown very high recently, like IFL Finance and Titagar Rail. So let's wait and watch what happens to some of these. And since capital market plays are important, Five Paisa Capital and UTI Asset Management also assume significance. Stocks to watch today, a lot of tech names, by the way. So LTTS, uh, revenues were high, but uh, oral margins were higher, uh, but guidance was cut, which might have an impact on the stock today. Tata Alexi, 3.5% revenue uptick, so largely in line with estimates. Margins better as a result of which Pat was, well, maybe marginally higher than what was anticipated, um, up 5.9%. So maybe a strong reaction. Zensa, difficult to say because revenues were flattish, 1.1% uptick, but very strong EBIT margin performance, 15.65 versus estimate of 12.5, as a result of which 11% jump in PAT. Do watch out for this one, much higher than estimate on the EBIT and the bottom line fund. Conversely, happiest minds, revenues were up 4%, but EBIT margin came off, PAT therefore very flat, who knows how it reacts, maybe negatively. So those were the tech names. So Bajaj Finance came out with a good set of numbers and most brokerages uh, have raised target prices or are constructive because of the belief that the higher loan growth and healthy ROA will drive returns. Watch out for the big boy today. Himalari Speciality and Hutamaki India had uh, a problem of revenue downticks and quite significant there, but very strong margin uptick as a result of which some very strong performance on the bottom line. So. Well, let's see how they react. Does the street get disappointed because of the revenue downtick 
or happy because of the margin uptick and the profit uptick remains to be seen. And Sinjin, which has traditionally been a very strong stock, the revenue numbers look very robust, 18.5%. Margins marginally off, actually not marginally, quite a bit off, 27.9 versus 20, estimates of 29.7, as a result of which a miss on the pact. So but I think the street would give it the benefit of doubt for a quarter because the revenue performance continues to stay strong. And they've done really well in the last three or four quarters. So watch out for this one. And two stocks in particular are non-earnings, Hudco, when the government is going to sell 7% stake via OFS at a floor price, which is at a discount of 12%. So maybe this stock starts lower. And Biocon, when the USFT has determined an OAI for the Biocon Biologics Malaysian unit, and the OI status may cause delay and withholding of pending product approvals or supplements from the facility. So do watch out for this one. So lots of stocks and news. And I would believe that the markets has some concerns at the margin. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.